How are we doing? And welcome back to the Mail Art Podcast. Hope Luzon went well for you. Uh, it went okay for me. Um, we're just going to do key terms on this lesson. This is um, it's chapter 56, Defeat of Japan. Uh, we'll get a lesson check here in a second. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but I'll put it up on the site. Anyway, um, we'll just talk about how the end of the war and the defeat of Japan, key terms and concepts, we'll roll right into it. Dual offensive, this was the Japanese land offensives designed to, one, cut off the Chinese supply line, and two, um, destroy some American air bases. Essentially, what you need to remember about the dual offensive, there are obviously two parts. There's a land offensive, and it was just trying to get China to quit the war um, and get out because that was a big deal because everyone was supplying China, helping fight Japan and all that stuff. So this is Japanese plan to get Americans and especially Chinese to quit. Chester W. Nimitz Navy guy, admiral in the Navy, he basically dictated the invasion of the Philippines. I'll be honest, I'll, I'll come back and I'll do a chapter narrative summary and all that good stuff here later once I've recovered from Luzon. But uh, this section is kind of crazy, and I don't really think they're going to hit us on the WPR too bad because this is the military academy, not the naval academy. A whole bunch of island hopping, like too many islands to name, but the book did a good job of doing that. Which leads me to the next point, Battle of Late Gulf. L-E-Y-T-E, Gulf. October 20th, 1944 is the most complex naval battle of World War II, hence why I cannot talk about it because I have no idea how to explain that stuff. Basically, the focus was it was the weakness of Japanese naval operations and the strengths of our allied Pacific fleet, and oil was at stake. So if, if you don't know, don't think of anything else for tomorrow's discussion in class or whatever, just know the whole thing was basically bad Japanese Navy versus good Pacific fleet fighting for oil. We're fighting in all these places, island hopping again, all these islands and stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Next person, Curtis LeMay, L-E-M-A-Y. He was basically a bomber commander. Fun fact, he tried to dissemble his own command as soon as he got it because he thought it was a really dumb move to have his bombers uh, being supplied and coming out of a certain plot, spot um, and fighting the war. But uh, LeMay eventually changed around bombing tactics, tactics to attack wood-built cottage industries and did a lot of firebombing. A lot of firebombing in Japan, which was pretty is very devastating. If you go on the chapter and check that out, the numbers are kind of crazy. A lot of a lot of Japanese civilians. We talked about it a little bit in law for those LW four or three. Shout out to my roommate currently killing law right now. Back to back A pluses on WPRs. Yeah, the academic weapon. Anyway, uh, lots of firebombing. Moving on to Hiroshima. You should really know this one anyway. Um, but you know, Enola Gay, the bomber Enola Gay, drops little boy, and eighty percent of the city is destroyed and wiped and is the use of nuclear weapons to end the war. We thought it was absolutely needed. The book emphasizes that atomic bombs are absolutely needed. I'm sure we will get into a heated discussion about it in class tomorrow and on Monday. So that's the key terms. I apologize. Uh, some things came up. Just wanted to get the key terms out there so you guys can get after that in class. I promise I'll put up the chapter narrative summary and get a guest on here to talk about something. Something to look forward to. And I would love your comments through Instagram or whatever in person. Just whatever. Hit me up. We're going to do a bracket. March Madness, obviously a great thing. Everyone loves a good bracket. But uh, Army hockey player came to me tonight. Nick came to me and he said, you know, you should really do 
a doggo review. Liam Lynch was also involved in the conversation before a great game of basketball. And, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts about what you think. I think we're going to do Sweet 16 because nothing really matters before that. You know, shout out to UMBC, but seriously, it doesn't matter until you're in the Sweet 16. So we've got to come up with 16 doggos. Um, and really, we're going to break that down. And so every guest that comes on, we'll do another round of doggos and we'll have some input. And we'll see which doggo comes out on top. I'm already going to say Golden Retriever going to be the number one overall seed. I don't really care what you have to say about that, but that's going to go number one overall. Anyway, good luck with Mill Art, and I'll, I promise I'll get the chapter narrative summary up here very soon. Take care.